You cut my hair, give me suit of green, fill me mashed potatoes and ton of greens, I say. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good everything. How's it all going today? Uh, cool. Welcome to Muni Radio. Welcome to uh, G Money and Wustein. Um, we're going to do the regular show for the first hour, and I think Paralegal Jeff is on assignment, and he may be here for the second hour. We will see. We will play a little catch up, find out what he's been up to. Um, so let's quick run the. Uh, the specs or you know what the fuck and we're, we'll get the news and we'll pump it out real quick today all right here we go i want you man the way i feel in me how do you feel i'm gonna explode you mean you're gonna explode i'm gonna explode watch out i'm gonna explode like atomic of the International Secret Police. and his fleet of fast planes are nearing their destination in Tibet, the criminal thinking that Clint and Barney are no more. Meanwhile, the boys have captured the crew left in the secret hangar and from Chang, one of their number, learn that the octopus is flying to the great mountain range Nian Cheng Tang La, otherwise known as the spirit of the expanse of great fear. Quickly, the boys lead Chang to a large map of Asia which is hung on the wall of the room they're in and ask him to point out the exact spot where the octopus plans to land. There you are, Chang. Point it out to us and make sure you show us the right spot. Oh, yes. It is here. 
You would call it the Black Pass. The Black Pass? A good hangout for the octopus, if you ask me, Clint. Oh, uh, yes. Get the latitude and longitude of the spot, Barney, while I telephone Ying. I want to know if he's getting the information on that six-passenger monoplane that we're going to use on our Tibetan flight. I'll also let Dr. Kingsley know that we're all right. Okay, pal. Now, you look close and make sure that that spot on the map is Black Pass, Chang, and then I'll get all the dope on paper. What can I do, Barney? Sit down and rest while you can, Speed. And you too, Bob. This may be the last time you can do it. Now, come close to the map again, Chang, and give me the lowdown. How does your head feel, Bob? Oh, great, Speed. I guess I must have a tough one. Scarcely know I'd ever been hit. I sure hope you can come to Tibet with us. With what you know about engineering on top of what Marsh's brother told you about his surveying plans there, you should be a big help. I hope I can go, too. I'm anxious to know what happened to Larry Winfield and if he's alive at all. He'll be there, I'm certain of that. Wonder if Miss Marsh will be there, too. Probably. I sure hope she's all right. She's great, Bob. You'd like her a lot. I know I would, Speed. Judging by her picture and by what Larry told me about her. She was as brave as anything on the way over here on the China Clipper when the octopus was doing everything possible to turn us back. And now it's up to us to rescue her. Yeah. You know, much as I'd heard about the octopus and what he did, I never thought anybody could be as much of a sneaking rat as he is. And if you'd known then as much as you know now, Speed, would you have wanted to join the secret police? Would you have wanted to walk into such danger? Wanted to? See, I would have wanted to all the more. I've been talking a lot to the fellas back home when I was there, and we all say that gangsters like the octopus and his gang aren't brave or colorful or anything else. The only color they have is yellow, clean through. The sooner we get rid of them, the better off everybody will be. boy, Speed. We'll certainly do our part to get rid of the octopus. Yeah. Makes me sore that he got away from us this last time, but maybe it'll turn out all right after all. By following him, we'll probably find Miss Marcia. Yeah, guess I got it all straight now. You through, Barney? Yeah, unless Chang here can tell us any more. Oh, no. Chang tell you all he knows. You know, he spoke us about smuggling Chinese from Tibet over the Himalayan mountains into India. How about him giving us that route, too? Then we can bottle that exit up on the octopus. It's a good idea. Yeah, but that'll take more time than we got right now. I think we ought to see what Clint learned from Ying and then get back to town as quick as possible. We can take Chang along with us for more questioning. While we're talking things over with Clint, we can leave him locked up in this room. You think he'll stay in here, Barney? Oh, sure. Only way out is that door. We can keep an eye on that all the while we're in the hangar. He wouldn't get far if he tried anything. Oh, no. Chang, stay here. Chang wants to stay with Polisi now he told Octopus friend. Chang, afraid. Well, you just keep on being afraid, and don't try any funny stuff while we're gone. Do you hear? Oh, you're so old, Chang. Chang. To make sure nobody else hears, I'm going to wreck this short wave set. Okay. Come on, then, you guys. Nobody will talk over that set again. Look, the ambulances from Hong Kong have arrived already. So it didn't take them long to get here. Now, guess that'll hold him. Only wish I had the octopus in there, too. Believe me, if we did, I'd break every... One move. Yes, master. Call the hangar over the shortwave set. I want to make sure that all is well there. Yes, master. Is this set on? Yes, I switched it on shortly after taking off. 
OC1 calling OC23. OC1 calling OC23. Standing by for a two-way conversation. Give the operator time to tune in. OC1 calling OC23. Standing by for a two-way conversation. Come in immediately, please. They do not answer, Master. Mm, strange. Even if the others had gone, there is always a man by the hangar shortwave, sir. I've given strict orders. Try them again. OC-1 calling OC-23. OC-1 calling OC-23. Standing by. Come in, please. Still he does not answer. One who? Something has gone wrong. I fear so, Master. What shall be done? Under other circumstances, I would send some of my planes back to the hangar to see what has happened. But now I must hold them to their course. Regardless of what has happened at the Hong Kong secret hangar, we shall continue on to the Black Pass in Tibet. Once there, or perhaps before we reach there, my men shall find a way of letting me know what has happened. Meanwhile, we shall prepare for a possible attack in the Black Pass. Would it not be better to change our course, to go directly to your headquarters instead of to the mountain station? No. I am taking no chances, Quan Wu. And our exit was so hurried that I had no time to make plans to get in touch with all my Tibetan band. That I must do before setting foot in my headquarters. I want everything to be ready and running smoothly. So that we can begin our operations immediately? Yes. As I said, we shall prepare for a possible attack in Black Pass. But we shall not stay there any longer than necessary. And whoever may follow us, should they learn of our destination... We'll find the pass windy and desolate. <laughs> Providing they do not find us there, they will learn too late that their lives are ended. There's Quinn now. Yeah, what's the news from home, pal? Well, important news, boys. Ying, Cable Chief Riley, is the possibility of us following the octopus into Tibet. And the chief cabled back to follow through to the end. So now that we have an official okay, there's nothing to stop us. Nothing but the octopus and his gang. What about that monoplane, Clint? The Ying is seeing to it that it'll be ready as soon as we want it. Is he going with us? Well, I doubt it, Bob. Uh, he's our chief man in China. It's important that he remain in Hong Kong to back up our operations in Tibet. I can't say for certain as to that, however. Depends on what happens before we return to the city. What about Doc Kingsley? Well, he was very relieved to hear from us and so worried over the whole affair that I didn't dare tell him what actually occurred. You know, I wish there was some way of getting him and Gene to safety and knowing that the octopus couldn't reach out home. You really think you'll take him on our flight, Clint? I don't know. Depends mostly on what the doctor says, Speed. The doctor himself would be a valuable addition to our party, knowing Asia as well as he does and being a physician to boot. It's Gene that I'm worried about. Suffering wang doodles. Seems like there should be some safe place to leave the kid. This trip ain't going to be anything for a little girl. Yes, but I know the doctor would never consent to having her out of his sight. She faced actual death in their home. I think you'd rather risk taking her on the flight than leaving her in Hong Kong. Maybe we could find a safe place to leave her in Tibet. No, if she started off with us, she'd stay with us. If she did come along, however, I'm hoping we might locate Marshall Winfield. Then I could leave both Marsha and Jean in Bob's care, and we could track the octopus down without any worry as to their safety. By the way, Bob said we ought to ask Chang about the smuggling route between Tibet and India. 
Figured maybe we could nab the octopus gang there if we failed to find them at Black Pass. Yeah, sure enough. Oh, uh, where is Chang, incidentally? Back in the office. We locked him in. You know, I don't trust him. <laughs> Still, he seems so scared that he may have been telling us the truth. You mean all those directions about the mountains called the spirit of the expanse of great fear might have been all wrong? Yeah, but all we can do is follow one clue or another, Speed. And sooner or later, we'll catch up with the octopus. I see the wounded are all in the ambulances now. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> you know those Hong Kong police are great fellows, aren't they? Wounded though they were, <laughs> they were laughing at the bad marksmanship of the octopus gunners. Laughing? What a sense of humor. Well, I guess you get that way if you hang around Hong Kong long enough and happen to be on the police force. <laughs> Say, Clint, have you happened to find anything to eat around here? I'm getting darned hungry. Golly, it has been a long time since breakfast, hasn't it? I was so excited about everything that I forgot all about eating until Bob talked about it just now. I could use a little grub myself. How's about collecting Chang and scooting back to town for a real feed, Clint? It'll take a little time before we can take off for Tibet, and we still gotta eat. Well, all right, and everything's just about cleaned up here. Uh, Captain Dawes is going to leave a few of his men here to guard the hangar, but there's no need for anyone else to stay on at present. You don't think the octopus might change his mind and come back back here, Clint? Well, judging by his past performances, no. Once he leaves a place, he doesn't return until the hue and cry is well over. Well, if we were as good at catching him as we are at chasing him, I'd be satisfied. If I'm going to travel, I'd like to do it with a free mind. And I don't think I'd pick Tibet for a pleasure resort. Oh, you uh, want to stay in Hong Kong, Barney? Yeah, we... Huh? Who, me? Are you crazy? Do you want to get rid of me? Uh, no, but you're free to do as you wish in such a case as this. Uh, you could stay in Hong Kong and we'd take a ying along. Not a chance. I'm staying on until the end of this ride. <laughs> I thought your curiosity would get the best of you. <laughs> what do you mean, curiosity? Don't you know courage when you see it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, don't get so excited. We'll take you to Tibet with us. Oh, oh by the way... Here we are at the office door. Oh, who has the key? Barney locked it. Yeah, let's see now. What did I do with that uh, key? Nah, don't tell me you've lost it. No, I ain't lost it. Here, here it is. Come on out, Chang. Hey, hey, the room's empty. Where's Chang? Uh, what? Let's see. He's not in here. Yeah, but he's gotta be. You all saw me lock him in, and he couldn't have gotten out without us seeing him. He's gotta be in there. Yes, but he's not. There must be some other way out of this room. We might have known. Secret entrance? Yes, but we haven't time for that now. Chang will get word to the octopus that we're on his trail just as soon as he can get to a short wave set. We've got to get back to town and start our flight to Tibet before the octopus is warned of our coming.
We're going to follow that fucker to Tibet. Fuck it. One more. Gibson of the International Secret Police. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. and Barney, learning that the octopus and his fleet of planes planned to land at a place known as Black Pass in the mountain range Nian Cheng Tang La, Tibet, plan to follow him as soon as the secret police monoplane is ready for them. The octopus gangster Chang gave them their information, and when they returned to the room where he was imprisoned to take him back to the city, they find he has disappeared. Clint, knowing that Chang will communicate with the octopus as soon as he can get to a shortwave radio set, hastens back to Hong Kong with the others. We find them at Dr. Kingsley's, temporary headquarters of the secret police. And so, Dr. Kingsley, you can readily see that there's no other course left for us than to fly into Tibet after the octopus. We're going to make the flight in a six-passenger monoplane, a secret police ship, modern in every detail, equipped with a telegraph key, and also a radio shortwave sending and receiving set. Yes, Clint? Now, I'm telling you all this so that you'll know what sort of plane we're flying in, should you decide to come with us. Go with you into Tibet? Yeah, Dr. Kingsley. Pint thinks you'll be a lot safer with us than hanging around here in Hong Kong with the octopus gang determined to get rid of you. Yes, but I thought the octopus had left Hong Kong, Speed. Yes, but that doesn't mean that all of his gang left with him. He has plenty of spies around town. And the first chance they get to get back at you for helping us, they'll sure do it. Good heavens, then, for Gene's sake, I must leave Hong Kong. Can you get a leave of absence from your diplomatic duties, Doc? Oh, yes, Barney. My position was never exactly an official one, anyhow. I helped the consul and the British authorities in Hong Kong whenever I could, but I'm far from necessary to them or to the government. I'm sure that when they know the circumstances, they, too, will think it best that you leave. Uh, well, for the time being, at least, Doctor. But, Clint, what about Gene? I can't take her on such a dangerous flight. Well, that's the decision you must make, Doctor. Now, she's traveled with us before, you know, but and has come through some pretty narrow escapes. Now, do you think that you would want to travel with her and without the protection of the secret police now? Well, it's a hard decision to make. How soon would you be leaving? As soon as Ying notifies me that the plane is ready for us to board. I've sent uh, Bob Gilmore to the Golden Lotus for our belongings, the few that we'll take along... And if you go, I advise you to pack immediately. You have room for it? Sure, Doc. There'll just be the three of us, Bob, and you two. That makes six in any language. Li Ying's going to stay here. He's got other secret police business to look after, and we can always reach him by shortwave if we get into any trouble. Yeah, if we're still able to use the shortwave set. Clint, Gene and I shall go with you. It may seem a mad thing to take a child like Gene into Tibet, 
But with everything considered, I believe it'll be the safest place for her. And I assure you that I'll do everything in my power to help you in your search for the octopus. I know you will, Doctor. Judging from what's happened in the past, you'll come in mighty handy for patching us up. Especially Bob. I think it's going to be a great trip. There's only one thing that kind of worries me, though. Hmm? What's that, Speed? I kind of wish we knew where Chang was. And just how soon he's going to tell the octopus that we're alive and coming after him. OC-9 calling OC-1. OC-9 calling OC-1. Standing by. Emergency. Come in. OC-1 replying to OC-9. Who is speaking? It is Chang, Master. Chang, the outlook at the secret hangar. Chang, what happened at the hangar? I tried to talk to them some time ago and no one was by the set. Yes, Octopus. The secret police overcame us. Yes, also Dunlap and the boy. Speed Gibson, but we left them for dead. How did they live through our machine gun fire? I know not. I saw the whole thing from my post nearby. So soon as your plane were out of sight, they arose and captured the hangar crew. How did you escape? I did not escape, Master. What? When they were all in the hangar arresting our men, I saw the boy had been left with the wounded. You have always said that to harm Clint Barlow, harm Speed Gibson. And you succeeded? No, Master. Just as I was upon him, Barlow and Dunlap saw me and opened fire. I am wounded in my right arm. I have no interest in your wounds. What happened then? I was arrested. They questioned me. They say they will beat me with fists if I do not tell them truly where you go. Did you tell them? I, uh, Did you? I had to, Master. There were too many, and they knew when my tongue lied. Yes, I told them that you were to fly to the Black Pass in Yang Chang Tang La. Oh, yes, Master. I am your slave. I would die for you, yet I... Yes, you tell the secret police my destination. You are most fortunate that hundreds of miles separate us, Chang. Else I would teach you the value of silence in the torture chamber. No, no. Oh, my presence in Hong Kong is not necessary to bring such a thing to pass. All I need to do is get in touch with the leader of my spies and he would bring you to justice. Oh, no, please, Master. Mercy, mercy. Did you think of mercy when you directed the secret police to the Black Pass? But I escaped from them to warn you. To warn me after betraying me. Treachery chain can only be repaid with one coin. Dismissal. Oh. But I might show you mercy if you finish the job you have begun. Anything, Master. Your word is law. The police. How do they plan to follow me? I heard them say they will fly in special six-passenger monoplane. A police plane. Six-passenger monoplane. Large enough for my purpose. Cheng. Yes? You will stow away in this monoplane. Somewhere near the pilot's compartment. So that when the plane is in the air, you can get to the pilot, destroy him, and uh, <laughs> eventually the other passengers, since the plane must crash with no one to guide it. Yeah, but what about me? You shall die as you deserve to die. Oh, no, no. Do this, or I shall order my spy captain to seek you out, no matter where you try to hide, and take you to the torture chamber. 
No, no. I'll go to the plane. The police will never reach the black pass. See that they don't. And first, see that you are not arrested again as you enter the plane. Or mark my words, Cheng. No bars the police can place around you will keep my vengeance from you. Now go. And follow my orders. Here's the latitude and longitude of the Black Pass on this here paper, Doc. And reading from this map, it ought to be along about here. But that's Jing now. Oh, yes, sir. I'd better answer that. Hello. Oh, yes, Jing. This is Clint. The plane's already in. Oh, fine. We'll be right down. I'm expecting Bob with our things any minute now. What's that, Jing? Oh, yes. The doctor and Jean are going with us. I'll give you final directions when I see you. Yes, you'll be at the plane. We'll be there within the hour. All right, goodbye. Well, that's that. You still going with us, Doctor? Yes, Clint. The servants have packed what few things we're taking, and I've given them orders to close the house during my absence. Might as well. With the octopus gang using it for a target lately, it needs plenty of work on it to make it fit to live in again. Well, I'll never live here again, Bonnie. Too much of this terrible has happened in this house. But I'll leave all our personal belongings here under the care of a watchman until we return. I see Bob coming in at the gate with our things. Oh, good. Might as well meet him then. Save time if you're ready to go, Doctor. Yes. I'll call Jean. She's saying goodbye to the servants. Then we can leave immediately. Oh, boy. I can hardly wait to get down to our plane and start for the Black Pass. This is going to be a great flight. And I can hardly wait until we fly back out of Tibet. But you're young yet, kid. You'll learn. Is that the place where they keep the secret police plane? Yep, that's it, honey. The hangar of the International Secret Police. Well, the plane is an amphibian, isn't it? Yeah, it's both a land and water plane, Doc. They park it in the hangar to service it. I see. Are we to meet Yang inside, Clint? Uh, yes, Bob. Oh, see, I'm glad you remembered to bring my box of makeup material along. That's more important than clothes to us. Yeah, I suppose you'll make me up to look like a goat or something when we land in Tibet. <laughs> <laughs> I have quite a job convincing the hotel manager that I was okay. He probably thought I'd done away with you all and had come for your valuables the way he looked at me. Say, I, I don't see Ying anywhere in the hangar, do you? No, the ground crew is standing by, but I can't spot Ying anywhere. All ready to go, Mr. Barlow? The plane's warmed up. Oh, yes, yes, thanks. But uh, have you seen Mr. Ying? Why, yes, not more than 15 minutes ago. He stayed with the plane while we all went for a bite to eat. That's funny. He ought to be here yet, then. Maybe he's inside the plane. Yeah, might as well go over and take a look. I'll see that your baggage is taken care of. We'll start the motors, too, Mr. Barlow. Yeah, spin them, Mike. Mr. Barlow's here. Okay. Gee, that plane's a beauty. Sure is. Guess this flight ain't going to be so bad after all. It's going to be wonderful, Bonnie. I'm so excited about it. I don't know what to do. Well, you just do what I tell you, Jean, and don't get in the way. I won't, Daddy. Who's going to take her off, Clint? I wish you would, Bonnie. I want to study this map very carefully once we're in the air. Haven't had a fair chance yet. We have plenty of ammunition? Uh, yes, Bob. Ying saw to all that. He also arranged to keep us supplied with more when we run out of our present supply. Well, that's great. I see now why you need a dependable man in your Hong Kong. 
Kong base. <laughs> you bet. You'll have plenty of work to do. I want you to work on this map with me. Clint. Hmm? What's the... Who's that lying just inside the plane? See in the doorway? Sofa and wang doodles. Would that be Yang? Quick, come on, step on it. No wonder we couldn't find him. I hope he's all right. Don't look all right to me. Oh, dear. Now you stay back, honey, while I take a look at Ying. I'll get him out of the plane. Here, I'll give you a hand. Yeah. Come on, all right. I'll get... Easy now, boys. There we are. Okay, do your stuff, Doc. Uh, let's see now. Mm. What happened, Doctor? Well, he's been hit hard. Possible fracture. He must be taken to a hospital immediately. And any delay might ruin our chances of surprising the octopus. We can't wait. Who could have done this? And why? The ground crew can take care of Yang Clint. We gotta take off. Yeah, with Chang loose, anything can happen. It already has happened, kid. Our best man laid out cold just before we start the flight to Tibet. A fine beginning. But let's go. It's too late to stop or turn back now. <laughs> speed gibson today why not because who knows man the format might change if uh the host the co-host comes back like on a permanent basis type thing so i want to make sure i got a couple in plus i don't know i like speed gibson and the goddamn video game keeps pulling me back in so <laughs> i was busy anyway i was busy that's busy yeah whatever all right um naked capitalism links 11 18 18 just thinking about this thing real quick i was like you know it's really funny this goddamn studio sometimes it's really funny like it's it's sometimes just the worst of both worlds it's like cold in the goddamn like quote unquote like winter and it's hot as balls in the summer it's like fucking hell but what do you do i always complain when my hands are cold because i can't i i can do i can do anything except at the proper speed <laughs> anyway all right um yeah links 11 18 18 i'm gonna try to power through these real quick because he said he'd be here in probably like a half an hour um plenty of brits reckon a robot would make smarter decisions than a human boss metro uk <laughs> a vaccine that could block mosquitoes from transmitting malaria the conversation alcohol is killing more people and younger the biggest increase are among women USA Today, more deaths from despair. Yup. The mystery virus is far worse than the flu, BBC. <laughs> Had to make sure in my mind that shit was plural. All right. 
Um, one of the fathers of AI is worried about its future. MIT Technology Review. The other constitutions, New York Review of Books, retired uh, summer court justice John Paul Stevens, <clears throat> one Ray, one one Ray, <laughs> that goddamn Speed Gibson and that fucking really boy, that thing got really Asian-y, didn't it? Or Oriental? That's what the fuck that thing did. Whoa, well, well, whatever. Um, you know, it's from the fucking forties of. Okay, one way of reading this is that with the Supremes captured by you-know-who, we'll have to look increasingly to state courts for sensible juris jurisprudence. Oof. Alas, such judgments will apply to a specific state and can be overruled by the Supremes. Note that Stevens was a Ford appointee. Yeah, I know John Paul Stevens. Uh, California burning. Here's why researchers say breathing San Francisco air today is like smoking 11 cigarettes. Well, luckily, I smoke. I could probably think I smoke 11 a day. <laughs> so I'm good. It's like a regular day for me. I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Um, that's from the San Francisco gate. Is wearing a face mask the new normal for Californians? Tree hugger. Search on now for 1,276 now miss... Yeah, now missing after California's deadliest wildfire. California fires. Trump views devastation, vows to prevent fewer catastrophic wildfires. What's he going to do? Uh, knock PG and e make PG&E more fucking responsible for their uh, power lines? Because <laughs> this worked so far. <laughs> Uh, wireless throttling. Senators ask four major characters about uh, carriers about video slowdowns. Ars Technica. Hmm. I'm surprised I didn't read that one. Well, I guess it's from this morning. <laughs> I don't think I've read anything. Um, our famously free press. The media wants Congress to let it gang up on Facebook and Google. That's from old BuzzFeed. Uh, class warfare. Tech workers need to keep organizing. Jacobin. Barrick Bond. Barack von Obamenberg, Hair Donald, and Big Capitalist Hypocrisy on How Fascism Happens. Counterpunch. Uh, read this. It's much better than the title promises. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but you could... <laughs> I mean, I guess he didn't want to make the damn thing a novel because you could walk this shit back to this like late mid-late 70s, but whatever. All right? I guess it's the condensed version, I guess. Or the... the what, what would you call it? The uh, What's that goddamn... Reader's Digest version. <laughs> um, I wonder if that's still a magazine. I'm gonna. Have to, I doubt it's a magazine. Maybe it's still online. Who knows? Uh, class warfare. Tech workers need to keep organizing. <laughs> that's actually sort of a funny bit to think about. Americans, <laughs> we don't like to read so much. We had fucking like one of our number one magazines was Reader's Digest. <laughs> Like the abbreviated, truncated, fuck it. I, I think I think I read the book version of the book. <laughs> Reader's Digest was fucking weird. Anyway, it was like um, oh god, like like move like R-rated movies on airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> what the f I think I saw that movie. Like, I saw Vegas Vacation on an airplane, and I've heard that that's filled with nudity and shit. I've, I've never seen it. The movie I saw was fucking horrible. Horrifying. Anyway, that, talk about getting on a side note. Um, 
Century-old West Virginia leases yield uh, paltry gas royalties. A suit could cut others' payouts to a trickle, too. Ooh. ProPublica. The egregious lie Americans tell themselves. Tooth dig. Hmm. There's a lot of it. What The greatest country in the world. We're fucking democracy. There's a bunch of them. (laughs) I don't like headlines like that. The egregious lie. There's a lot of them. Uh, the courts see a crime these lawyers see a whole life marshall project uh woman's death casts shadow over france's yellow vest protests hmm. agency france presse uh, uk austerity policies punitive mean spirit and callous says un expert no shit that's what austerity policies are that's from dw um <clears throat> Voting advice on CEO pay is usually ignored by big asset managers. No shit. Thanks, Financial Times. Paywall fuckers. Enemies pursue Soros in Germany. Great. Handelsblatt. Jeez, that guy actually was like chased by Nazis, I think. And now he's like, in my old age. Wow. Okay. Um, Brexit. Uh, Brexit. Another fine mess. I used to like that movie. There's two movies I was thinking about. To, well, one I was thinking about today, and now another one that just popped in there. A fine mess. That's one, like the one Blake Edwards film I don't mind with Ted Danson and Howie Mandel. And then um, I really do like Soul Man with uh, with C. Thomas Howell. It's a sweet film. It actually has a decent message, and it's got one of the funniest like scenes i've seen in movies i think it's because it was like one of the first times i've seen a movie like like take a joke and just really stand on the motherfucker right um if you ever get a chance hell just check out youtube check out it's out of context as fuck but it fits it's an easy joke it fits right there it stands on its own is the uh just look up soul man dinner dinner scene and you'll see i'm not gonna ruin shit all right um i'm ruining it but i don't want to spoil the fun um brussels won't allow brexit to deal do over politico oh another fine mess is uh eu referendum.com <laughs> i thought the song was so stupid it's a fine mess did you do do that forgetting in what <laughs> I bet you that's a remake of some old-ass movie, too, because that's what that dude did a bunch of it, whatever. Whatever. Uh, Brexit. No question, quote-unquote, of further negotiations of Theresa May's deal rejected, says Miracle Independent. From the Sunday Times. <laughs> what do we want? Now! <laughs> that's all these fuckers. This is really... <laughs> oh, boy goofy like trout lip picture of fucking what's his name boris johnson behind some i'm pretty sure he's important but some kind of pencil nose weirdo with his hand up talking about their brexit they're all a bunch of like fucking levers like in their parliament <laughs> three panels what do we want silence <laughs> got his hand in the air like black power <laughs> He drops his hand over to his fucking sort of oh, like right over the crown of his head <laughs> when on the silence one, then he thrusts it back up in the air when they yell now. Boy, they they 
they all <laughs> the caricature of these assholes boy they boy they are they really he's good at making them look like idiots <laughs> and they're all melting and shitty and like evil and ugh. yeah comics are good all right democrats in disarray dems wonder if sherrod brown could be their magic man the hill i doubt it is bill oh that was, that was my little two cents is bill and hillary's tourist sideshow the democrats don't need guardian when you've lost the guardian ocasio cortez backs campaign to primary fellow democrats political i love that girl man i that girl is the real deal all right um That, I guess I should call her that woman. That woman is the real deal. But if I call the guy a guy, that guy is the real deal. I call her a girl. Oh, whatever. Whatever. A girl can be fucking pejorative. But, like, I, you know, I, you know, the way I would... This is the way I'm going to take it from now on. I'm just going to assume that girl to women could be, like, boy to black men. You know? It's a diminutive thing and fucking insulting so yeah i just try to stick with women you know fucking work on my language man quit saying fucking all the time (laughs) 2018 postmortem chuck schumer caved to facebook and donald trump you shouldn't lead senate democrats intercept fight to fight for house speaker explodes in national political campaign wapo uh gilliam or gillam concedes in florida uh, gubernatorial contest wapo yeah it's a shame uh i like what uh stacy uh abrams did she was like i do not concede but there is no way that our fucking state will allow what i know has been hell of irregularities there's nothing to do about it i'm handcuffed so i'm out but you know this is bullshit type shit. It was really cool. Um, Serekistan. Uh, she was the uh, running for uh, Georgia. Yeah, because he's Florida. She was Georgia. Uh, Serekistan. By blocking Yemen resolution, House GOP is advocating its duty to decide war and peace. Truth out. Afghanistan takes center stage in new great game. I love that. It's all capitalized. New great game. Asia Times. Pepe Escobar. Kamal Khashoggi case, all the latest updates, Al Jazeera, Trump speaks with CIA about his killing, Wapo, Turkey, this is fucked up, Turkey reportedly has a second audio tape of a Saudi hit team discussing details of Jamal Khashoggi's murder, bolstering the CIA's claims, how many fucking tapes are there, what, what the fuck man, like, I recommend you don't try to kill anybody with any Saudi troops. It's like you're you're more bugged. Like there's more shit going on. It's like you're on the fucking uh Twitch. Just do it on the Twitch stream. <laughs> we go kill the motherfucker. That's as bad as the motherfuckers uh used to be on like uh uh MySpace or some shit talking about we gonna fuck this dude up. Yeah yeah yeah. Let's do it. Uh, the police was just like. Uh, yeah, it was these motherfuckers right here. All right, <clears throat> India. India's plan to tackle uh, antibiotic uh, resistance is toothless without a strong public health system. Scroll in. Modi government to propose rules allowing closer supervision of RBI. Report the wire. 
uh, that scroll that I N that you know that India. Um, India revives its dream of manufacturing pa- passenger aircraft. Economic Times magazine. Tariff tantrum. Xi Jinping. Mike Pence trade barbs over trade war at APEC summit while selling visions for regional cooperation. SCMP. Trump transition. Uh, Big Pharma bankroll pro Trump group as uh, Trump pushed pharma tax cut. Capital of Maine. uh, David Sirota. Tough on crime, quote unquote. Trump comes out for sentencing reform. American conservative. A new Matt Taibbi one. Uh, Trump's defense spending is out of control and poised to get worse. No shit. As the, uh, that's Rolling Stone, Matt Taibbi. As the Obama DOJ concluded, prosecution for, of Julian Assange for publishing documents poses grave threats to press freedom. Intercept Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. Important. Greenwald makes clear that too many Democrats misguidedly support targeting Assange for the role they think WikiLeaks played in thwarting HRC's Hillary Rodham Clinton's installation into the position that she and many of her enablers believe she was due. Too rich to jail? New York Times. Modo. Marine Dowd. What's got into Modo? Uh, reading all the recent stories about the 10th anniversary of the financial crisis, it's easy to see the neon line leading from Barack Obama's <laughs> failure to public, 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 Jesus Christ, failure to punish Wall Street scammers to the fact that Republican scammers are now infecting the entire infrastructure of government. No, sure. President Obama and his Attorney General uh, Eric Holder Jr. made a terrible mistake by letting the uh, miscreate bankers off the hook rather than saying, as FDR did, I welcome their hatred. It's almost like she's reading Naked Capitalism. Let's say welcome. The more the merrier. Oh, yeah. The day MIT won the uh, Harvard Yale game. Yeah. ESPN. It's cool, man. Um... Yeah. Uh it's the it's the time they blew up a fucking balloon under the goddamn stadium and like won the fucking game. But yeah, uh permit me a short amble down memory lane i remember this well as it was my senior year and i was just finishing my tenure as editor-in-chief of the tech mit's oldest and largest student newspaper the staff ate pizza the sunday night after the saturday game and put our uh, next issue to bed seeing the pics in the video the years just fell away and i realized that no one could get away with such a stunt today at some stage, the, prep- the perpetrators would have been frog-marched out of Harvard Stadium to face who knows what charges. Whereas way back then, Paul Gray, then MIT Press, wrote to his Harvard counterpart, Derek Bach, after the fact, according to the tech, <laughs> or things she used to write for, Dear Derek, word has come to me that our campus police are holding some property which rightfully should be located in... Your campus police are holding uh, some property that which rightfully should be located in the MIT Museum. Can this be true? Surely you surely you have little use for a makeshift device constructed from vacuum cleaner parts, points from a 1967 Mustang, and a handful of marbles. We, however, being the sentimental sort, would take great care of, indeed, would enshrine the symbolic highlight of the 1982 f- uh, football season. Please give it back. Sincere- sincerely yours, Paul E. Gray. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. So there you go, folks. Shooting through the fucking news. Try not to get sidetracked too much, man. 
I said, hey, man, why don't you get on the phone? Well, I was thinking, as be thinking. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about um, getting on stage more. I was going to do it yesterday, but this fucking video game. Oh, yeah. That's what I'll talk about for half a second. Fucking this game, man. Here's this thing. Okay. There's a thing about fuck this. Go to this mic. There's a thing about some video games that like is really kind of crazy. What the fuck? Why is this working? Oh, whatever. I'll take the little cotton off. Maybe it works better there. Is this something's wrong? Eh, who cares? Fuck it. I'll just carry around this thing like I'm on stage. All right. Anyway move over that's what i'm thinking about doing is getting more into standing up more but okay sorry <laughs> so what a pain in the ass that was not even a sentence to be followed okay uh i was i just had a fucking just brain just stopped just stop okay fetch quests stink <laughs> For my money. If you're not invested like really hard in the goddamn story in a in a role playing game, Japanese role playing game especially, these stupid fetch quests make me just go bananas. So this is what we're gonna do. I see something interesting that I've never heard before. And I'm gonna play it with you. This is the JB's Funky Stuff. And we're going to play a little of this. What is this? Ike Dyson. I don't know. Well, uh, I just want to hear some fucking JB's this morning. And if this stinks, then I'm just going to go to something else. Because I already know what fucking JB's I want to hear, so... Let's see here. Over there. Looks like a dragon festival to me. See the dragon, Gene? With one fella under his head, moving his eyes and making smoke come out of his nose and mouth, and the other fella's under the canvas that's supposed to be his body. Yes. That dragon's face sort of scary. He shouldn't. He's a good dragon. Supposed to scare away evil spirits. <laughs> How is it that you know so much about the dragon dance, Speed? Well, I've seen a lot of them in San Francisco, Dr. Kingsley. Lisa, I guess it's the same dance. <laughs> Dragons all look alike to me. As bad as that dragon is, he's beautiful compared to the octopus. I'll say so. God, I wish Clint, Barney, and Bob had come back. Well, it takes time to deliver a prisoner, Speed. You'll have to tell the local representative and the secret police something of what's happened during the past few weeks. Yeah, I know. But I'd like to get started for Tibet again. The longer we're aground, the more of a chance the octopus will have of getting away from us. Oh, dear. After seeing what the octopus does to try and get rid of you and Clint and Barney, I'm not sure that you ought to ever catch up with him, Speed. You mean you think we ought to give up the search, Gene? And let a criminal like that do what he pleases just because we're afraid we might get hurt? No, not that exactly. But I'm so afraid for you all, Speed. You needn't be, Gene. Why, look at all the adventures we've had since we first met you in Honolulu. And you've even been in some of the tight corners with us. 
Well, we've always managed to come out all right, haven't we? Yes. And besides that, if we gave up the search now, we never would find Miss Marcia. Oh, we must rescue her from the octopus.
Listen to the unfamiliar voice. <laughs> He's back from assignment, everybody. This is, this is, hi, hi. Are we on? Are we live? Are we, we are live? live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Doing it live. Kicking it live. Why well, you? I was talking to this guy. This guy's never heard of half and half as a cream. He's only heard of half and half as a split, as another name for a spliff. No, I never heard it as another name for a spliff. It's just what I call it. That's what you call it. Yeah, that's what I've always called it. Because when it, where I was coming, where I grew up, there wasn't a lot of people calling it spliffs, and most people weren't smoking that shit anyway. People weren't smoking my whatever I was smoking. Splits. My little old small town. What did people, what did people smoke back in those days? joints and <laughs> joints and pipes and you know so they didn't and blunts and no nah, that even back then people were falling out of the smoke game like i was falling out of the smoke game yeah like the last years of like it being legal i was alive during like you could still smoke in bars when i was still coming up it was like on its way out though oh this is like before the controlled substances act yeah whatever the fuck they called it i don't even remember what 
Chicago? Michigan. 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 Yeah. Started, like, really cracking down on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it may have already was been... Some, was it something like in San Francisco, Berkeley, where you could just kind of like, no, it was kind of like against the law, but nobody really cared? No, it, but the thing was, it was like, I think it may have been outlawed. And I think it was one of those things where California was like a leading state. It was on the. It's one of the few times I was on the side of the libertarians. Who <laughs> I, like, I hate. Just a bunch of white nationalists under a different name. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was. Uh, but no, back then I think at the time it was illegal. Like it just got passed to be like illegal in California, like San Francisco, especially or something like maybe LA too. Like they had like citywide shit and then it like went to the state and then it just, you know, crossed the whole country or some shit. But I don't even remember the name of the law. I just remember it still being legal. Like, and I remember when I was really little, there was like still ashtrays in movie theaters. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually on. I was seriously sort of surprised to see, to still see like all this weed legalization and shit over the years. I'm still surprised. Oh yeah, that too for sure. <laughs> well, you know, it'd be just like that. It'd just be like one of our freaking receivers. It's just saying to put up that sign. I don't work. Oh, CD too. Well, yeah. Well, he would have probably been chowed down on all those edibles, dude. That's what really knocked him out of the game. <laughs> All and that. Then once you can make a cooking oil, it's like, okay, there's so many things you can do with a cooking oil. Yes. But it, I think it's now is because it's legitimate. It's legitimized now. People are like... So it's not as... Hard drugs. <laughs> no, just yeah. kidding. And then we just kind of like... The whole drug thing kind of like... You find it lame. More toward, the, like, more toward the left. Or liquor. Yeah, you know that's a perennial. Like we, like weed is always going to be a perennial. I do. I what I kind of like about it is that, is that it took sort of the the quote unquote coolness out of it for when you're young, you know, and you're just like, yeah, man, I'll smoke some pot and shit, and just like do something different and sort of exciting. They, they took all that shit out of it. They stripped it of, of like any of that sort of like. Yeah. Which is all right, but I guess maybe it is if you're under eighteen or whatever the fuck. Well, or how old do you have to be? Twenty one or eighteen? Eighteen? To buy pot, like buy in pot? yeah, in California. Well, it, is it eighteen or is it twenty one? Yeah, fuck it, I'll look it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. That's one of those things you obsess about when you're young. That's what I think too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's kind of what I, made me think about it. Um, let me see, legal age, because um, that's sort of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm look. That's that's all I'm so, looking up. Dude. Yeah. I love. Yeah. People are really getting on the mushroom kick lately. I think I think it's just coming back. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. There's underground history that I never knew about. Oh. It was all over the place. Yeah. You know, dude, they did, they did research on LSD and, and, and psychedelics and other psychedelics for... For a good number of years, like tens of thousands of articles before the Controlled Substances Act. Oh yeah. And all of that shit. But yeah. People were like, people were just dropping acid, like as research, or in terms of therapy, in terms of understanding themselves, in terms, in terms of achieving their potential, all that sort of stuff. And I think there's just, I think we're on a, I think there's more to it than that. You know what I'm saying? I think there's more to understanding uh, humanity in terms of understanding our relation with, with the world. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been on the mushroom things. I just don't like mushrooms because I, 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 I it makes my stomach queasy. <laughs> I don't like regular mushrooms, like on pizza. Oh, sometimes, oh, oh that kind of. I don't. I, I really makes my stomach go like ugh. I just mean like regular mushrooms, mushrooms in pasta, mushrooms like around. I don't like the fungus. I don't eat fungi. You don't like mushrooms on pizza. I don't mind it, but I don't. I I I sort of ignore it. It just sort of gets wrapped up it's into not the one crust. Of the that you, you'd eat. It's not. It's not one I'd go for. I, I wouldn't choose it, but I wouldn't be like, Ugh, I'm not eating it. No, I don't like mushrooms. No, I, I, I add mushrooms to pizza or omelet. Yeah, no, I just don't like the consistency. It's a mouthfeel thing. I don't like a that spongy, weird, yeah. kind of slick, kind of like I don't like flan. Well, if you like, you cut it up and you chop it up. I don't I don't like flan. But I'll tell you like look, I don't like that earthy kind of flavor. That's all I, I don't know. I mean everybody has different mouthfeels for yeah. fuel. The texture. Texture Yeah. Like uh what um uh, which is weird because I like I like gummy candies and I don't like fucking like chocolatey shit normally. But I go fruit normally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fuck with I don't fuck with chocolate that much. Don't yeah. Hurt. Which is weird, because I used to work in a place, I used to, I used to, no, but I used to eat, no, here's the, I used to work in like a chocolate factory, <laughs> it's so, so weird. I didn't like, I wasn't, I was sort of eh, going in, I didn't give a fuck, <laughs> I was just like, alright, I was, I would have like my entire arm in, you just tired of the I didn't eat it when I worked there because I didn't like it much then. <laughs> I just, I was just there. But, uh. But you, you, were, you, you didn't like, um, rep the brand. You didn't try any of the brand, the company's chocolates themselves. Oh, for sure. I, I eat chocolate. It's not like I don't, I don't eat it. It's just, I don't. You prefer the food chocolate. If I, if I got a choice, baby. If I got a choice. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I like a chocolate croissant. Alright. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I like chocolate in small, but you know why? Because chocolate is such a fucking overwhelming goddamn flavor. Like it, it chocolate muscles its way in. Right? <laughs> it's dominant. And no matter what you put chocolate in, if you put chocolate in a pasta sauce, you would be never. But you would taste it like a motherfucker because it's so dominant. You could have a pot of pasta sauce, and if you dropped a fucking thing of even Hershey's cheap ass chocolate in there, I bet you'd taste it because it's so dominant. Not not every flavor does that. It doesn't merge. I'll mix a Starbucks like a Via coffee. Yeah. With like. 
something? Or like a Hershey's? Like a little, yeah. Like, nugget or something? Well, coffee and it's, cocoa it's, go it's, well together. Well, no. The coffee is strong enough to kind of like the whole thing. About those balance that. because those are two earthy flavors. Like well, you could probably do like. But you're not really in for like adding chocolate to like a salty sort of. I mean, you could. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, you, you know, when I I used to when I was a kid, I used I mean, to like putting so, a. So chocolate is not something that you kind of. It's well, it's something that you add as a add to to enhance. You gotta want. You, yeah, you gotta want the chocolate going in. Otherwise, you want like to enhance the pasta. You're not Fuck no. <laughs> Unless you're making a weird dessert pasta. Yeah. I like regular croissants. You? Yeah, I don't like salmon. Yeah, I bet it. I bet it's okay. I've had it a couple times. Uh, <laughs> salmon. Crazy, once. Crazy vacations, man. I'm like waking up at five thirty. Yeah. Because we gotta go do this tour thing like at seven o'clock in the morning. Okay. Oh fuck! I think I snore, but I think he became proactive and he just started to snore before I did. Oh. <laughs> he goes to sleep first. The crazy thing is that I'm like he goes to sleep around like ten because he's a tour guide, so he's got to plan everything out in the morning. For sure. But I'm like there. I had to sleep at like midnight or one o'clock. Yeah. And once I turn off the lights and get in the bed, it's like. <laughs> Oh no! than the ship you're 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 not good <laughs> that's awful oh man yeah yeah i got that exercise you you exhaust yourself i go back home and i'm like one mile less than one mile i'm like i'm totally sedentary yeah oh i see yeah yeah i don't sit around kind of a like, my feet hurt <laughs> the first day of walking all night it's a good walk it's a good walk it's fun i mean it's fun to walk around it's like i man i like wake up at like 5 30 in the morning Ooh. for my vacation fuck off that, that <laughs> let me tell you something last time i fucking was <laughs> last time i woke up at goddamn 5 30 in the morning like on purpose i was home i was being woken up for because i was in a shelter <laughs> that's that yeah 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 fuck that bullshit i know it's a whole different sort of vibe i get it i get it man my, the fuck yeah no, but that just that tells me that is not a vacation that's a bummer okay here we go this is what i found out about buying pot legally in california okay what do we have if you're between, if you're 21 and older, you can buy and possess up to 28.5 grams, a little over an ounce, of marijuana, and up to eight grams of cannabis, and up to six live plants. Six 
If you are between 18 and 20, you can buy and possess up to 8 ounces of marijuana and 12 live plants. But only through the state's medical marijuana program, which requires a physician's recommendation. Which means nothing. You can possess up to eight ounces. Yo, blood. When I was eighteen, you remember when you first saw an ounce? When weed was not legal. Yeah. Oh, those were crazy yeah. days. No, I'm just saying. You remember the first time you saw an ounce, right? On a motherfucker, right? That was like, oh, I don't think I've ever seen eight ounces on a motherfucker. <laughs> That's like that would fill the know, table. I didn't even know you used Ziploc bags like that. That was like an amazing. Yeah. You could. You could make. You could make like a. You you could make like a dog's what? like a dog's mattress yeah. out of like eight ounces. That's what. Yeah, it's like seeing fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars in one place. Oh, yeah. You're like, I've, I've, it, through, was, through my life, I've yeah, seen a hundred. Th- see that, like, ahead, like 10, yeah. Twenty pounds of marijuana, like fifty-pound yeah. like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I've seen this much, like in my life, just never all in one spot at one time, right? Like, yeah. if you parsed well, it out. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna see all that. It smells insane. I, I couldn't imagine. Uh, your whole your whole fucking house. I was just talking about how that's crazy in amounts of fucking pot. Even for especially for an eighteen year old. I can't even imagine it. Alright, so where can I legally buy it? From retail outlets? Uh in what form? Dried pot, concentrates, hash. Uh, butane hash oil, CO2 oil, tinctures, edibles, <laughs> topical treatments, live plants. There you go. Can I have it delivered? Yep, I've had it. Have you ever had it delivered? I've had it delivered to the I've house. Had delivered. Fuck sounds, yeah. Sounds like a, sounds like an innovative, sounds innovative. I'll tell you what I did. When I lost my license, when I lost my ID, I already had it on file, so I just had not delivered the shit to the house because I didn't have to use my ID to get in the door. I didn't have to show my ID because I was already on the file. See, here's the thing. That, that was my that fucking... That's neat because, like, yeah, if it's already on the file, then you already know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll try it. I think, I'm, you know, it's kind of like you, you you rather just go down to the store rather than, like, buy it online. I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. I just do it. I call them up. I don't do it online. I just call them up. Hey, man, I want two of these and one of these and take it to the air and, like, I'm ordering a pizza. I don't know. I guess people just, like, there's the whole vibe of being able, like, Get it delivered to you, so yeah. you don't have to move, but there's a whole feel of like moving around and getting to do something. Oh, I'm a fan yeah. of moving around and getting to do shit. That's why I got here early. I did some sweeping this morning. I swept out front and shit. Dude, <laughs> uh, oh man, there was this band on the cruise. Oh shit. One song. No, no, no. Where'd you go on this cruise? It's just like the celebrity eclipse. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I end up helping the people around. It's, it's good times, and you know, you end up you know, meeting new people, and it's all it's all fun. Everybody's there to be happy. Yeah, it's a so good, it's, it's a cruise. It's a cruise. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you just have a good positive vibe. For sure. Um, but 
No, no, we were we went to the Mediterranean. Apparently, I mean, I was like, yeah, yeah. We, we took we took we went to, we went to Barcelona. It was like from Barcelona around like to like France, Italy, then back. Okay, sounds nice. Yeah, cool. European vacation. European vacation. I'd never been. Good uh, movie. France. Oh, I've been. France, a, yeah. Like France is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Italy. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's the first place your mind went. <laughs> they got naked chicks in, in stone. <laughs> what part of France did you go to? Oh, you obviously you're on the coast. So. What part of what parts of France? Because I've been to France. We went to Marseille. Okay. Yeah. Marseille's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did. That's why I was wondering if you got in country at all. To, to Monaco. Did you do well, the? What happened was that our oh, this was the bullshit. This is one of the bullshit days. <laughs> the, the bad thing the local tour was that okay, we, this is why like waking up at five thirty, not 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 joke. Like we're waking up at say we we eat like six thirty, get there at like seven. Mm -hmm. We're hauling ass to get there to get the tender from the boat to like offshore because they the, the the cove is too small for the big ship. For sure. For sure. Small lifeboats across. Anyway, we get. There. Oh wow! We're waiting, we wait in like an hour and a half for our bus. For sure. That I just yeah. The transport time is going to be forever. And what happens is that it's like maybe there's traffic, but bullshit. They're like we're like this is like we're just waiting on the drizzling and drizzle. Oh. <laughs> That's a bummer. And we end up making it try to go to Monte Carlo, the big famous casino. Yeah. And we're early. Oh yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you have to. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a bummer, man. And then we're early by two hours. You're hella early. Ain't nobody going. But you go catch the. Like let's switch these two things and we'll put them in beforehand and we'll get to the. Yeah, no. No, man, you gotta catch that of of mine. What? Monte Carlo breakfast uh, uh, burrito. Uh, yeah, I think we just left. We tried to leave early. I think we got there. No. Oh. It was just, yeah. That, that, oh, that's a bummer. That's yeah, like. That's cool. I mean, there's a lot of places to walk around and check yeah. out, but it's like, you know, sometimes it's, it's kind of sketch with, like, which, if you had to get a local tour guide. For sure. You to see, like, what sites they're going to go to and how long it takes and everything. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But, but uh i was gonna say when i went like the one time i fucking ever went to europe and shit but Travel. I mean, travel's like, awesome it's it's applied. Like, I've, I've traveled like just going like i did a hostel thing with with some people back uh, back in my uh bachelor's degree days yeah I went to oregon oh festival. oh cool that's that's fucking famous the was weird though man yeah yeah he kept this like he believed that he had this like Brian juice that was like huh? super energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this large jar I, I'm assuming his name is Brian. I don't know, maybe it could be. Well, he just called it Brian juice. No, no, Brian, B R I N. It's like a jar of juice. So oh, Brian, Brian juice. Oh, seeds, and he's just like it just fermented, and he's like, yeah, I, and he's like, he would do like a dance production thing, and. This is like, okay, I'm, I'm talking about a proprietor of a hostel that I went to in Oregon years ago. And it's like, yeah, when I do dance productions, I drink like a whole like gallon of this, and I'm like, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. He's like, don't mind me, 
I, I will not mind you. <laughs> like, don't mind me if I'm up at like four o'clock in the morning because I'm just making sure everything in the hostel is all all hunky dory. Okay. I, it wasn't my idea to go to that hostel. <laughs> that was my classmate. Like, I saw this on Yelp and this was like really good. I'm like, I'm sure we can't go to the hotel where the other ho- people are staying at. No. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's cheaper, man. All I'm staying in the living room. <laughs> Yo, but you got, you got that local flavor, B. There, there is an exit. There's a door. <laughs> there better be fucking two doors, man. I gotta get one door out, one way in. Downstairs. Uh-oh. I'm super uncomfortable because one of my other classmates snored. Oh, of course. Man, you got bad luck with snoring ass. So I ended up like going, just chilling in like Was it like a live, like a furnished basement? Oh yeah, yeah, furnished basement. Yeah, I mean, because being from Michigan, man, there there's furnished basements and then there's unfurnished ass basements, which are a lot of them. Are, there's a lot of them around that like around here. Yeah, we had a furnished basement like before, like at our last house here. Well, I was gonna say, I was, I like. What are you going down the mountains or something? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of people doing that for sure. Like you just ride the brake sorta because you're just there's no reason and to. We could, and we could not convince. We, we had to change the station, but my other classmate just. Was so oh, that's a bad time for radio too, the brother. Other, there were two other kinds of music that my other classmate. It was like two classmates and me. There's other. Um, there's only two kinds of music that he really liked. One was. Uh, Country, and the other one was Western. Hey, the JBs. But imagine playing that for like two hours in a row. I, I can, but that's fine, because I, I don't mind it. But if but driver did not mind, did not, so he, she was like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm okay with... It can get time. fucking repetitive as yeah. fuck if you didn't... Oh, <laughs> it's like listening to re- or reggae. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Like Klezmer rock? Dude, yeah, Klezmer rock. Klezmer <laughs> okay. It was either Klezmer or like, <laughs> Funkadelic. I'm going Funkadelic. I know. But, but I would listen to some Klezmer funk to, to spice it up once in a while to laugh. But there's no fucking way. I like, you know, I like Black Flag. I like the Misfits. I like shit like that. No, <laughs> I like Bad Brains. I, I like... <laughs> Out of schlep with the world, <laughs> minor threat to doom, out of step. Yeah, it klezmer. It's klezmer. If it's if it's Jewish, yeah. Okay, this is important about marijuana. Can I smoke outside? No. Whether you're medical or recreational user, it remains illegal to consume cannabis in public. Yes, that's what I'm reading. <laughs> what about in my car, man? 
You can't smoke, vape, or eat cannabis while sitting in a car, driving, or while riding in the passenger seat of a car. That also goes for a boat, aircraft, or any other vehicle used for transportation. You know what, man? I was thinking about this earlier. Whatever happened to the... Because they were talking about it on Speed Gibson, the little radio show I play in the beginning of this. But um, they, they landed a um, an aqua... Wait, wait, wait. Amphibian airplane. An amphibious plane. I was like, man, remember when amphibious planes were a thing? You fucking land, you got every, every goddamn waterway is your, is your, uh, landing pad. Yeah, what happened to what? Yeah, what happened to them fucking things? We, we're just not rich enough to see that happen all, all, everywhere. And them shits was cool back in this, like in the but 80s, man. in the Everglades, motherfucker. Everglades. Uh, you need enough, yeah. You need enough landing in the water. You need the water landing. You need There's a hole. We live in the bay. Can we go to the marina anytime soon? I've never seen a seaplane out there, man. Yeah, I've never seen a seaplane either. But That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. I don't, I don't think we're allowed the airspace. I don't think we're allowed that. Man, fuck that. We need to get the FAA to get on. Because, like, if people how had about, seaplanes. How about, how about, how about, was it, like, because uh, of yeah, the what is oh, that? Find somebody who drives a seaplane. Oh, Fleet Week. That's that Fleet. bullshit. Fleet we Week. Talk about where we're gonna like do the free thing. Like we can do. Oh, free. I I thought we were gonna talk about that off here, but if you want to talk about it on here, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to see if people like like are listening. Okay. So I was thinking like one of the things that I like to do every once in a while is to do a bookstore crawl. I like that. I saw that. That was cool. So it's like I, I always check out bookstores, and you know, there's like. There used to be a lot of bookstores, but now there's a lot of bookstores. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's some bookstores in and around. This is a good area for them, too, because, like... Uh, like you know, there's a whole bunch around Phil's Coffee. Yeah. On so yep. what we would do is just, there's a, you know, there's a couple bookstores around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we walk up toward, like, Mission Valencia. There's another few of the bookstores over along the way, thrift thrift store. Yeah, I think Mission Books went over there from when it was so on... Oh, for sure. They usually have a stand of books outside on the street. For free. Or for free, yeah. Or like for a buck, they usually have like dollar books sitting out there. Oh, and you know what they just fucking had? I I think it's either ending this week. I think it's ending like this coming Sunday, like like right before Thanksgiving and shit, is um, the library down at the Presidio. They're doing their uh, annual like uh, book fair thing. Yeah, man, it's like, super cool. Like How hey, do you do like two hours? Let's do yeah. yeah Get the time to browse and look and shit. Yeah. 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 Maybe find a free book somewhere. There's, oh, for sure. In fact, well, because, <clears throat> you know, it's really funny speaking about books. I just saw when I was, uh, right after I got done sweeping, uh, the fellow who runs, like, I think it's Mission Comics up on Mission Street. It used to be next to a coffee shop, but then they moved it actually on to Mission Street, and it's actually kind of nice. It's like, a, I know the sci fi fantasy is uh, Borderlands. No, yeah, no, there's a whole other comic shop that's been, they're cool as fuck. Oh, we gotta check that out. Mission, ca- yeah, Mission Comic. Yeah, that's my bag. Yeah, Alley Cat. Yeah, yeah. No, so, do- no, dog-eared, baby. Yeah, so, yeah dog-eared Alley Cat. So that's the, that's those are the two things. There's also Adobe books. So, hey, do you still? Comics is on the way. Then we can totally check that 
yeah, and the 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 bookstore that's on Twenty Fourth Street used to be over there on Valencia before they wrapped it out, and I think it's a goddamn eyeglass store, or some oh, okay. bullshit now, right. some right. some shit. I know there's like a thrift store. Yeah. I think I th- really think it's where that eyeglass. Where the good vibes is. I yeah. Think, I mean, you know, there's like a thrift store. Yeah. Right there, they have a huge selection of books. Oh yeah. 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 See, so. you're talking about a two-hour walk. That's how, that's what I'm saying. That's a pretty. That, if you're walking it, if you're not driving it, because you're talking basically from 24th, you basically said to 16th, and then down over to. Whatever the fuck Harrison or whatever the fuck you said, that's what I'm saying. That's a that's a you know that's a solid two hours and that's. And you're gonna find you're gonna like it's all over the place. Yeah, you get some good exercise and it'll be like a nice day thing. Yeah, that's I'm I'm down for that, man. When when do you want to do that? You want to do it for next week or? Sometime this week and we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Something like that. I don't know because. Something to do. I didn't have to think of any other ideas to do. I mean, if you have any other ideas, you can yeah. uh, email the station or yeah, yeah, text uh, fucking about well, yeah. You do for free for you know in, in San Francisco. No, a lot. We're not, we're not gonna like do. Try, we're, we're like gonna let it. <laughs> 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 Sorry. You know, I used to have um a yearly. Yeah, you know, I might fucking re up. That's, I might do that for myself for Christmas this year. Every year, I, I used to... Uh, you yourself, bro. Yeah, well, it's only $75 a year, and it's uh, a pass to the Walt Disney Museum. The family museum that's in the Presidio. You ever been there? Yeah, no, wait, long time ago. It's fucking gorgeous. There is a museum, I just don't know what's... Is it Disney? It's not Disney. Yeah, it's the Walt Disney... Yeah, it's the family museum. It's like it's three long floors. Time, long time There's like a... Yeah, yeah. But it's it's so fucking cheap if you think about it. It's 75 bucks for the year. You know, it's like two. If, if there's something that's cheap enough. But here's like, the thing. You get like two free passes or like a free pass. Always like so like you can always take always someone with you. To a museum or like library or something like that. Or like I really want to. I want to see what takes longer. Us taking that whole fucking tour of books for free and shit and getting a free book out of it, or a couple of them, or standing in line on a free fucking museum day at the De Young or at the goddamn uh, <laughs> the, the plant museum or the animal museum. Because oh, yeah. those lines, bruh, okay, okay. Well, then are... Something that's, something that's worth your time, man. Let's see if it's worth the time. Yeah, this is what I did in Florence. Instead of, like... That's a gorgeous fucking city. Yeah, Speaking yeah, of the David. Going inside the Duomo, which is big, giant cathedral, which took about an hour. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I walked around, checked out I took, I took some fucking great photos from that some, awesome, that, so, that wired up dome up top there. That dome is sick. That's crazy. Like, you know, we can make, I mean, we can, but it's, you know, it's amazing. You just don't, you just don't make stuff that look like that. Oh yeah, no. This the history and look. Even the people, the the way I don't know when I went, but this is the fucking nineties. So who knows? But like the women in the the way that they're just the way that they they were made up. When I got back to fucking when I got back to the Americas, I was bummed out. Like their technology seemed smoother. The society seemed to run smoother. Everything. I don't know now. Like I said, I'm talking like 20 fucking years ago. Here's the thing. Everything is just included in the pack. So everything's a flat kind of like dollar. 
<clears throat> everything just their money's fucking sweet. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Isn't it crazy how much the prices are different? Yeah, and You'll see like their cell phone prices are cheaper. Yeah. I'm like, it's it, it, if you if you dig that, it's kind of like I can't believe that's even possible. Yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking, but that's what we do. And yeah. I had to explain to my parents. Yeah, you know, we call americanos like coffees. We call coffee is americano. Americano, yeah. Because they don't drink. That's coffee, an old fake coffee. ass bitch ass coffee. <laughs> they drink coffee like, yeah, like in espressos, don't they? Double espresso. Yeah, it's like it's like two shots in the two thing. Shots, so like cafe, a, a they take it to the head. You know, you did that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. I like the sophisticated. It feels more sophisticated, oddly. I'm like holding a small ass cup with the with the with a saucer. Yeah. It's not like you're drinking coffee. Like you're drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cups of coffee to go. You sit, you sit, stand the bar. You drink that. You drink yeah. That, you leave it and then you go. Yeah. It's Your hands are free. You don't look like a lug. It's a lot more laid back culture. You look like a monster with some fucking dumb cup after you've like, Everybody after you've had some hot fu- like, sip. Yeah. And you're holding, you're holding the saucer. I don't know why, but for every, whatever, everybody holding the saucer in their other hand. You don't have to. Yeah. No. You can, you can leave the saucer on. There's a table in front of you. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's a piece. Like it's like it's an yeah. Like it like it's an auditory thing. Like you have to hear the clink. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two things. Yeah. It's almost like ritual. It's like it's like a fucking. It's like you do what everybody else does. Yeah. That you have you don't have your hands free. Yeah. It's something where you just take your time, you sip it, and then you and you go. Yeah. It's like we're here in America. We take it and we're on the go. We have a coffee. It's your multitasking horseshit. Yeah. We're about to go. We need to go. We need to go places. That's a different vibe. They ain't worried about lids there, bro. They don't need plastic lids. They're not going to pollute the environment. They're just going to sip the motherfucker and go. They're not really like all about. Yeah. You know, if you need to go somewhere, you need to go somewhere. You'll get there. It's not going anywhere. That's kind of how the Europe thing. Yeah. Like Europe has been there for a long time. Yeah. Whereas the United States, we've been hustling and bustling for two hundred years. That's right. Yeah, and they they've got they they've got fucking mailboxes sitting over there that are older than this country. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's certain, kind of, there's certain kind of things that I appreciate here in the United States. Yes. Like clean water. That's yeah, absolutely. All right, look, wider roads. How'd you like all the? How'd you like all the fucking tires? Rome, Rome had two lanes going into the city. Yeah, I, the capital city of Italy. Has two lanes going into it. How do you? How do you like? How do you do that? Well, they're saving. A, they're saving the world on fucking rubber because the tires are about the size of fucking. <laughs> I'm, we're driving this huge tour bus. And we've got the wheels the size of a watermelon. They are gangsters. Because, like, their streets look they like alleys. Yeah, dude. It, the fucking streets. For sure. For sure. Now, why do you think they like those movies? Why do you think fucking, what is that? Formula One is so big over there. <laughs> Where you had the freaking deal with a tour bus, like driving 
<laughs> that's to be the real speed. It's international speed. <laughs> speed three in Italy, right? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm shocked they didn't do that. I'm shocked there isn't. I'm no, sure. Dude, tour bus? You know how easy it is to, like, if you mess up? Yeah, and it's in Italy, though. But, like, they're famous I for, like, making a... as if there's, like, big old-ass buildings around. No, but they they make... They, they're they famous. They're super famous. The Italian film... Yeah, we have everything for sure. Not, yeah, yeah, not... No, but the Italian film uh, tradition, almost, is super famous for making, like... Sort of expensive looking movies on a shoestring budget. That's like all those Sergio Leone films, yeah, stuff like that, and set dis. But Sergio Leone didn't really set his films in Italy. Like well, they're set in America, quote unquote, but they're made in Italy. They're made in Italy, but not necessarily in the city. Yeah, but you wouldn't make. Speed was on a highway. I'm talking about a tour bus. Tour bus is on a. Car chase. Yeah, but we can't put tour bus in. Horses and planes. The the theme of speed is it has to stay above a certain miles an hour. You can't you can't have it in a city. No, you can't. That's what I'm saying. So it has to. We're not doing that. The the problem is the the whole tension is you're you're running into Rome in that two lane highway. <laughs> that's your that's your. You see what I'm saying? That's that's your. That's your red line is Rome. If they hit Rome, they're all dead. Yeah. Like walk on them because you will fall a thousand fucking feet. How'd you like the Colosseum and with those big ass holes? It looked a lot smaller from the outside. We didn't go in. You didn't? How'd you like them big ass staple looking holes that they pulled out for World War II? Those big ass holes in the side that look like staples, like someone removed staples from the Coliseum. I, didn't, I don't know which side. It was just kind of the like whole goddamn thing. thing. I just saw. It. I'll show you a picture. I'm not gonna show the listeners pictures because they can't really see it. But I just like the idea, like the Coliseum. You see, this is the version. I, this is the Coliseum I saw. Yeah. I don't know what you mean, like the staples. There's big right? ass holes. When you look close. See all them fucking holes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are all big ass, like, is bigger than this council. It's been there for a while. No. Well, obviously not. They pulled those out in World War II. Those, those aren't there. Those are empty holes. Those are empty holes from when they pulled them out to melt down for cannonballs and shit or whatever the fuck they were using. It's so wild. Like,. Those fucking cities have been bombed, and people like those. <clears throat> you can, it's a palpable sense of history you can feel there. It's like really fucked up. It's gorgeous. Like when I went to Paris, I remember going to the Moulin Rouge. That's what you made me think of when you said, Yeah. Now that was actually surprisingly smaller than I thought it would be when I saw it. But that was before the movie came out and all that shit. But I liked it, and it was cool. And uh, we got a half a bottle of champagne and shit. We went to the Pierre Lachaise Cemetery and saw, like, Gertrude Stein and uh, what's what's his name? The writer. Oscar Wilde, Jim Morrison, all those fucking people are all there. Um, Just gorgeous. Like, I really like, you know, it's one of the reasons I think going there when I was like a a late teen, I think I was 18 when I went. Um... 
going there like really made me want to get the fuck out of Michigan and come to a place like San Francisco, like with its diversity and like the hills and shit. It reminds me of Italy so much. The weather, like it, it really, it's the closest, it's the closest I've seen in America. I've seen personally to Italy is like the San Francisco Bay area. Just like, Oh. Yeah, on the Spanish steps, it is forbidden to damage, disfigure, write, or draw by any kind oh, of yeah. instruments. Yeah, make the public property dirty. Yeah. You're not allowed to eat or drink. Of course. You can't stand on the stairs during the cleaning. Paul! Woo! What's up? Yo! What's happening? What's happening, man? You cannot shout. Yeah. You cannot sing. You can't squall. You can't what? Squat? Squall. 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 What's that mean? I don't know. Oh. You're not allowed to squall on the Spanish steps. I have no idea what it means to squall, but I was like, you, know, I am you gotta be aware. S-Q-U-A-L-O. You gotta be aware. You cannot squall on the Spanish uh, steps. Spain. You're not, no squalling. <laughs> and by the way, hi, G. Sorry, I, I, just, I haven't seen Luke forever. Yeah, that's fine. Oh! Sorry, I'm from the mic. It's, it's all good. They can't hear him anyway. <laughs> okay, let's see what happens. Seven facts about the Spanish steps. No, 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 that's just a rule. What does it mean to squall? I'm trying to find out. It doesn't fucking... There's no... Well, to be used to verb, it means to cry or scream loudly or violently. Okay. You cannot scream. No, why didn't you say no screaming? They say you can't squall. Instead of, instead of Paul Wall, I could be Paul Squall. There you go. <laughs> not Paul scream. <laughs> no, technically it's not. Not in Italy. Not apparently. You can. You can. You can. You, you can scream, but you can't squall. I don't even know if I'm spelling squall right. I did it. I did it with two L's. Yeah, it's a squall. It's and it just squall. says squall on Spanish steps, and it's just like. That's what it is. They don't want you up there acting like your fucking two dollar Pavarotti ass in 1986 at the McDonald's and shit. Talking about oh no, 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 no. shut the fuck up. Nah, be. Awesome because there was this guy who played the violin perfectly so well. It was it was actually it was great. And then we went to Rome, and this guy was like doing the same thing. And then we realized up close, I realized up close, he's playing one note and just playing this around. The guy was totally fake. There's some bitch ass Spanish steps and wash. The guy was totally getting the money, but he was just playing like one string. There's some old bust ass Spanish steps in Washington D.C. too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was just playing off a recording. I was going to say. <laughs> he's playing one note, but he's playing it down perfectly. Playing that one note like a motherfucker. Like it was nobody's yeah, business. By the, by the red, like, is, it, is my speaker on perfectly? Okay, I got to get it right. <laughs> yeah, lay it on the ring. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear? You know, Trump just decided he's like he's gonna be like the wicked witch. He's afraid of water because you know he could melt. Yeah. See, that's what I thought a squall was. When I think of squall, I think of a storm. Yeah, I know. No storming. Oh, yeah, yeah. No storms. You can't bring. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, storms uh, onto the steps. Yeah. Sudden disturbance or commotion. Yeah. Sudden, to blow as no a squall. Commotions on the steps. 
Ah, well, that's why. See, it's first recorded in 1690 to 1700. What was? What was? The origin of squall. 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 As a verb, to cry or scream loudly and violently. Is it a, is it a, is it a Greek? Is it a French word? Hmm. Let's find out. Don't you wish your boyfriend was squall like me? Squall. All right. <laughs> Origin of squall. 1625 to 35 raps. <laughs> Old Norse squall. <laughs> all right. Uh. <laughs> No squalls. That's so funny. We're out on that. Fuck that. That's our leaving line. We're out on no squalls. Fuck that. Have a good night, y'all. We're gonna bring up this fucking. Oh, it's a Norse term. Go for it. Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual, and we hope you apply. 
from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Thank you. 
For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie.
my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio.